Hello and welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast. Newcastle scored a late goal to secure a 1-1 draw against Liverpool down at Anfield in a game that was as entertaining as it was utterly bizarre. So many talking points to get through. I can't really remember a game with so much to talk about as this one. We'll catch up with our Chief Sports Writer Lee Redder who was down taken in the game in just a moment. We're going to talk about a few of the key points. Now Liverpool dominated this squad early on after Kevin Clark failed to really clear his lines. Mo Salah then mugged off Matt Ritchie, for want of a better phrase, before firing in at the top corner with a brilliant, brilliant goal. And Liverpool really dominated. They had over 20 shots on goal, nine on target, but just couldn't find the back of the net to add to their early goal. And that said, Newcastle had chances of their own. Sean Longstaff should have scored after being played through. He was... Well, he would have been one-on-one with the keeper if his touch had been better, but he just got the ball caught up on his feet, and by the time he got his shot off, Alisson could tip it away. We had Joe Linson, uh, who was, again, he got the better of the defence, twisting and turning in the second half, and just fired straight at Alisson. That's at the left or the right of the keeper. It's in, and it's 1-1. And for all, Liverpool were on top and had the better chances. They didn't really made the most of them obviously you know they allowed Newcastle to still be in it right at the death then we have Callum Wilson runs on through scraps the ball over the line the VAR looks at it it's a handball by the letter of the law crazy decision and when you look back at the replay you then do question why the defender who's chasing him isn't done for a penalty because there's a blatant shove right in the back of Wilson as he goes to shoot and for me, that comes before the handball, so surely that has to be looked at. That has to be given as a penalty. Newcastle really could have won this game 2-1. The good thing here is that after that decision, and Wilson was fuming, Steve Bruce was fuming, the fans were devastated, their heads didn't drop. They got an extra 30 seconds a minute added on to what was four minutes at a time, and they just kept pushing and pushing. And Joe Willick, who came off the bench, ended up getting the equaliser. Took a bit of a deflection. It was a long ball pumped in by Paul Dummett. Dwight Gale went up to head it, got it down to Willick, who took a touch and fired it. I think it hit Fabinho and ended up in the back of the net. Great celebrations, and it felt like a win because of that VAR decision. Because of the Super League fallout, quite ironic that Liverpool now face a challenge to qualify for the Champions League, isn't it? And also the fact that Alan St. Maximum was absolutely brilliant and Liverpool's tactic was to kick him into next week. And I just felt it was a bit of justice served for the way they handled St. Maximin today. They just couldn't other than kick him um, from pitch air, from post to post. In the end, a fabulous draw for Newcastle. Probably secures a Premier League safety. They'll need a couple more points to make it mathematically secure. But great point down at Anfield, and it does feel like a win. We'll now hear from our Chief Sports Writer, Lee Ryder. Hello, welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast, joined by our Chief Sports Writer Lee Ryder, who's down at Anfield, and he's just witnessed what was a very entertaining game. Newcastle drew 1-1 with Liverpool grabbing a late equaliser right at the death to Joe Willick. Lee, so much to talk about in that game. I'm just going to leave it up to you to start. Where do you begin? Yeah, well, obviously, Newcastle, the, the weather, the storm throughout the whole game. I mean, Liverpool had 22 shots and really to still be in the game going into stoppage time was an achievement in itself. But, you know, you've got to give them credit because they did stay in the game. And, you know, sometimes that coming to places like this, that's important. And realistically now, uh, at that point, it was whether they could, you know, conjure something up. And uh, 
for me, Callum Wilson's very unfortunate. It looked like he was trying to get his arm out the way. Uh, at that point, you know, you go from elation to complete devastation up there in the stand. And, you know, I'm sure it was the same for the fans back home. But um, Newcastle kept going. That was the key thing about it. You know, the uh, they continued to search for the equaliser. Uh, in added time of added time and Joe Willock pops up with it. yet another vital goal and uh, Newcastle emerge here with a point which is fantastic We'll get right to the end of that game then you mentioned Callum Wilson's goal disallowed after a VAR check handball, I mean his hand was pretty much as much as it could be into his body, really harsh let of the law says it has to be disallowed but I think what most Newcastle fans are pointing out that there was a shove in the back and the build-up to that, which seemingly went unpunished. I mean, the, yeah, it was just a bizarre, a bizarre decision for many people. Yeah, it was. It just it was in keeping though with it, one of those games where you know you need you're going to need some time to look to to stay in there, and uh, that's exactly what what they got. Then Newcastle's three team coaches could just go behind me here, uh, so I don't know if there's any noise coming from that, um, but. But yeah, it was one of them games where you just needed to, to stay in there and keep your composure. And, and Newcastle, you know, they managed that. I mean, Steve Bruce in the press conference there was disappointed that Newcastle didn't win the game. That's that's the way he looked at it. So a very, um, very strange one. It reminded me a little bit of that Everton game uh, last season when Newcastle uh, picked up a point on the other side of Stanley Park, uh, you know, deep in the stoppage time. But today, for me, you know, the... They deserve the point for the fact they kept going and the fact they stayed in the game. Joe Willick ended up getting the equaliser. You know, a good bit of play by Newcastle. Yes, it took a deflection by the time it went in, but you know, for him to be out of the side after performing so well recently, the way he keeps reacting, you know, Steve Bruce has some really tough decisions to make when it comes to Joe Willick. Well, he does. Um, I mean, Sean Longstaff for me played well. I know some people may may disagree because he lost the ball a couple of times, but I think he made about five good clean tackles in there, a couple of interceptions, and uh, thankfully, um, you know his performance was one of the ones that gave them the foundation to go on and, and get the game. But Joe Willock's just got that that golden touch at the minute, and uh, it's the fact he's coming off the bench is working, so it, it's it's great for him. Definitely. I mean, what was Steve Bruce like in the press conference? He said that he felt maybe Newcastle should have won. I know in your instant reaction video, you said it felt like a win. Was that the kind of the mood Steve Bruce was in as well? Yeah, I mean, well, he was actually, as I said, disappointed that, you know, he didn't uh, didn't win the game. Um, so he was looking at it from a slightly different point of view. He'll now... Uh, you know, move into the next game against Arsenal, and you probably think um, Newcastle will be safe if they win that one. For me, they're safe already. So it's uh, it's one of those days where they've got something from this. It's a bonus point, and you just wouldn't believe that the uh, the you know they've come from that Brighton game where they looked completely gone to uh, to then put together a four-game unbeaten run and. Push themselves away from the relegation zone. Uh, how fortunate do you think they were that Liverpool were wasteful in front of goal? I mean, to still be in it so late on and to, to get back, you know, to level scores. Was it a case that Liverpool were a bit wasteful in front of goal as well? 
Yeah, I mean, there was several times I think I put on Twitter that Dubravka's just saved from Mane again, which was, uh, you know, that was the vital part of it. He was man the match for me. And I think really, you know, going on into the next sort of game, um, they've, they've got to start taking a few of their own chances uh, in the first half rather than just banking on, um, banking on, the, you know, the luck in front of goal and other teams wasting chances. Just a quick mention for some other players which rated high in your player ratings, Lee. You had Paul Dummett. Um, he got, got a good mark and obviously you've mentioned Martin Dubravka there, but you were impressed with, with Dummett today. Yeah, I mean, I think he's he's now coming to that part of his career where the best thing for him is to, to play in the centre of a five-man defence. That's what he's been doing and uh, hopefully, you know, that's the future for him in his latter years, I mean, he's, he is playing for a contract and he, he did himself no no harm whatsoever today with uh, a vital performance, I think. That moment where Murphy lost the ball uh, on the touchline and then Dummett gets back and prevents Salah from having a chance in the first half. That was a vital moment. There's so many of them. Most certainly. And Alan St. Maxman as well had another good game today. Liverpool... Liverpool's tactics seem to be to try and kick him into next week, but he he, he loves that, does he? Like he likes that challenge, and he was he was top class today. Yeah, I think a few people have mentioned it already that uh, it's now going to be the summer challenges if Newcastle can can hold on to him. Uh, I don't want to sound negative, but you know if you're playing that well, people are going to take notice. And Steve Bruce, I think, touched on it himself in his press conference the other day that. You know, that is going to be the challenge they're going to have. Um, there'll be top teams that, like the look of them, he's probably turned the season on its head for Newcastle in terms of pushing them away from danger. And um, we've got five games left to, to try and add to it, and he's going to be a key part of that. A few people in the comments are asking about the decision to switch John Joe Shelby into that five-man defence when Willick came on. Um, I don't know what you felt. I felt when that decision was made, Lee, the little threat Newcastle had going forward was was nullified until the final five minutes. I don't know what your take on that decision was. On what decision was that, sorry? Uh, Shelby dropping into defence yeah. when... Shelby dropping into defence, yeah, I think it was it's one where they just took a bit of a gamble, really, but ultimately, you know, he's a ball-playing sort of defensive player in that situation and... Uh, Maybe that's what they were looking for him to to pick out pick out someone by putting a ball over the top, which he obviously did for the first in the first half for Sean Longstaff, who had a good chance. Um, but overall, I think you can't really argue with anything that the bench done today. I think they they got all their decisions completely right. And do you think this is it now? Do you think Newcastle are safe and they can start preparing for next season? I, I think they're safe. Yeah. But I would be disappointed if they didn't pick up another point. You know, in the last five games, I mean, I, th- I still think they're capable of getting another couple of wins from the games available. And, you know, you look at even Leicester um, away, that's going to be an opportunity for them because, you know, Leicester are going to have so many games coming up. Arsenal at home is more than winnable. You watched Arsenal last night. They were, they were terrible. A real chance for them in that fixture as well. So there's so many opportunities for them to, to add to what they've got. And um, that's without bringing the Sheffield United and Fulham games into the equation. I mean, Fulham must have been devastated watching that today. Um, and it just means they've got a mountain to climb now in the last few games. 
Most certainly. And just finally then, what's it like being down at Anfield? We know what it's like when it's full, but it must be a bit of a, I know you, it just must be a bit of a bizarre uh, experience to be in a stadium like that with no fans. Yeah, it was it was quite uh, quite strange, uh, quite emotional before the game. With you'll never walk alone playing in front of a n- nobody. You know what I mean? It's it's a very whatever people say about it. It's a very you know emotional ground, Anfield. And uh, today, Newcastle. You know when they were, I think a few seasons ago, there was a similar game where Liverpool completely dominated, and um, they end up winning four 0 they were dominating the game at 1-0 and, and they went on to, to, to absolutely pull off a complete rout for Newcastle. And today, without the, the Anfield faithful there, it, you know, it, it kept Newcastle in the game. I mean, obviously Newcastle would have been backed by their own fans. Um, but, funnily enough, I'm just going past the away end now. But uh, it's one of them where today the away support would have loved that moment um, to see Willig equalise after what they would have seen as a a very um, unjustified decision. Well, there was Lee Ryder down at Anfield. And just to wrap up the podcast, we're going to now hear from Newcastle United head coach Steve Bruce as he was asked in his press conference whether he would like to sign Joe Willock this summer. And this is what he had to say. Well, I'd love to. It's it's uh, whether Arsenal, we have to have conversations with Arsenal. Uh, you know, I think Arsenal can see that he's progressed with us. And he's only young. He's only 21, something like that. But the score... I think that's his fourth goal, and I think three coming off the bench. He was devastated yesterday when I didn't pick him, but and even then took an awful knock at training yesterday. So he did well to be even on the bench. So to come off it again and score, I was delighted for him. That's going to be one of the key questions from the end of the season, whether Newcastle can sign Joe Willock permanently. He's said to be available for around £20 million. And it's very clear that Steve Bruce would like to see him back in a black and white shirt next season. If you've got any thoughts on this, we now have an email account and we would love to hear your feedback. Any questions for our writers or guests, you can get in touch at the EIBW podcast at reachplc.com. That's the EIBW podcast at reachplc.com. Thank you very much for tuning in. Please remember to like and subscribe to the podcast from whichever platform you get us through.